0: Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Ujianovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at nine.
1: And every day we start off with the launch. So the key word is going to be launch.
0: So, text that keyword to 57500 5 0 0 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and
1: Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio.
0: Well, not only is U.S. presidential candidate Nikki Haley in Utah today to rally or to head down to Utah Valley University for a rally. Uh, She also just wrapped up uh, a conversation with our editorial board here, and Dave Noriega was there.
1: Yeah, that's why I missed the first 30 minutes. I wasn't late to work. I was meeting with Nikki Haley.
0: So I'm excited to hear what she had to say and the questions that you were able to squeeze in. Uh, She is heading to Utah. She's in Utah today, fresh off of another loss. Another primary loss. It is her fifth loss, uh, this one in Michigan. Losing once again to former President Trump. Let's just keep going and and running through the tape as much as we can. Uh, Did you get that sense from her that she is uh, still on the path, Dave?
1: Yes, absolutely. In fact, that was the first question, is you've now been through five primaries. Every single one was a decisive victory for Trump. Decisive. Uh, Even best performance in New Hampshire was still double digits. So the question was, why stay in it? And she said, you're focusing on the wrong number. It's very easy to look that Trump beat me 60 to 40 here or 70-30 there, 70-30. She said, but what you're not looking at is the 30 to 40% of Republican voters in a primary that are choosing someone else, that's the number that should concern you.
0: They don't want Trump.
1: Republicans that don't want Trump. Mm -hmm. It's one thing if those are the numbers in a general election, and that's where she kept going back to is saying he is not capable of winning a general election because so many Republicans are saying no specifically to Trump. He has his base. He has the diehards that will never leave him. But what do you do with that 30 or 40 percent of Republicans that are searching for somebody else?
0: Dave uh, was in an editorial board meeting with uh, Nikki Haley, Republican candidate uh, for the White House, lost again last night to President Trump in Michigan. Uh, she's lost in Nevada. She's lost in Iowa. She's lost in her home state where she was governor of South Carolina. She's lost in New Hampshire. Uh, Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. In Utah, uh, around many other states around the nation, uh, is uh, March 5th. So that's coming up really, really quickly. Um, I'm curious what she had to say, Dave, uh, in terms of the question that you said you wanted to ask her, is why her message isn't resonating. When clearly, in a head-to-head hypothetical in the general election, she beats Biden. The latest poll I saw was by 16 points. She trounces him.
1: Yeah, and... And I, and we wanted to know, this really was at the crux, what is not resonating with Republicans? Because if you look at it logically and say, okay, if the ultimate goal is to win the White House, it's not to win a, a primary in the spring, it's to win the White House, and you have a double-digit lead head-to-head with Biden, what is happening with Republicans? And she said this, I don't judge the people you want to serve. She looked at Trump and said, I think a lot of voters saw him when he was president as someone that didn't get an ounce of peace or a moment of credit, and that this is an opportunity right now to right a wrong.
0: That the voters that are in Trump's camp want to right a wrong. I tend to agree with that. It's, it's kind of like when you, when you keep, keep losing, you keep under Trump the red wave— has never materialized and all the promises that he's made that it's gonna happen has never materialized. So Republicans are struggling on a lot of fronts in a lot of different, you know, elections and election cycles. And it feels like we're we're gonna come back and we're gonna show you this time. Same team, same leader, but we're gonna we're gonna prove you wrong.
1: I think it was as accurate and as well put a peek into the mind of the Republican voter, as I've heard so far. Again, she said they feel that Donald Trump has not been given an ounce of peace or a moment of credit for the things that he had done when he was in the
0: White House. What does she feel about—look, uh, I want to address—I've been wanting to address this for a while. I Her resume is stellar, okay? She served as a uh, first female governor in South Carolina— daughter of immigrants who started a small business and built it into a very successful company. She worked there as a teenager, full respect. I worked at my family business um, as a teenager and even probably a little younger. Uh, No, I was probably 13 years old when I started working there. It's a lot of work uh, in a small business. It's all hands on deck. You're building it from the ground up. Um, If mom and dad get paid, the kids eat. I mean, that's if mom and dad are successful in that small business, then you get to maybe eat Extra lean hamburger on a Saturday night. You get say, that's, 80, ex-
1: 80 20 hamburgers. Th- that is yeah, exactly how
0: stuff. it is. So I have a ton of respect. She's an author. I think she's written a, at least two books that I know of. Um, and yet she cannot get out of the starting blocks with the Republican Party. So let me address this. That's the elephant in the room. Is it because she's a woman? Um, there's plenty of polling. We can get into that later on uh, will we have a female president ever in my lifetime? I'm 50, almost 57 years old, and I wonder this, and I think, okay, yeah, come on, Republicans, is this because she's a woman? Uh, did she address that, Dave?
1: Absolutely she did, and she had a fascinating response.
0: I have said this, and I truly believe it. There will be a female president of the United States. It will either be me, or it will be Kamala Harris.
1: Wow, that was A picture.
0: Reading between the lines. What does she mean by that? that President Biden isn't going to finish out his term after he wins the White House. Yeah, exactly what it is.
1: Whether he gets elected and shortly after resigns because of whatever made up excuse or real excuse, whatever it might be, she is absolutely convinced that Joe Biden is not there. If he gets elected, he will not serve out the full four years. He will step down. Kamala Harris will take over. Because she doesn't see any path where Donald Trump wins the general election. So, again, as she described it, there will be a female in the White House in this next election cycle. <laughs> it's either going to be me, who obviously can win the White House, according to Nikki Haley, or it's going to be Kamala Harris, who takes over for Joe Biden.
0: Well, and if Kamala Harris becomes president, guess what? She gets to run for 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 another term. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Republicans, you're painting yourself into a corner. You're painting yourself into a corner. Hey, she said a lot more at the editorial board meeting. We Dave just, you know, touched on a few things that that fascinated him and caught his attention. Um we're getting all of that Sound that was recorded during that editorial board meeting, a little behind-the-scenes action here, loaded into the system, and our producers and editors will be editing it, and we will uh, put it on the air in the 10 o'clock hour, Dave.
1: She spoke to us for 25 minutes, and it was impressive. We've talked to a lot of politicians, smooth, concise, well-spoken, articulate. It was an impressive 25 minutes.
0: I'm looking forward to hearing more on this in our 10 o'clock hour, Dave. Um, straight ahead, we know that Utah lawmakers had to toss out the package uh, to help fund a major league baseball park. Just spoke live to Representative Ryan Wilcox about how that's going to work. You'll hear more from him in just a few minutes about how this new tax package will specifically target the ballpark area where this, uh, uh, the stadium will be built. But we're going to get our tax expert we had on the air yesterday back on the line straight ahead because there's a huge question here. After they got rid of the hotel room tax because Southern Utah and other rural communities just didn't like it, that statewide tax, there may not be enough money generated from this new tax to fund the billion-dollar ballpark.